You want 500 bucks? Sure. How about three? $300? Yeah. Three's fine. Yeah. My children are staying here tonight watching TV. I want you to check up on them every 30 minutes. Check up on them? Yeah, make sure they are all right, make sure they are fed, make sure they go to bed, you know, these things. Sir, I can send out for a babysitting service. No. I don't trust babysitters. My children are safer alone than with some f***ed up pedophile babysitter I don't know from the man in the f***ing moon. What about him? What makes you think you can trust him? Tell me that's not a face you can trust. I'd love to help you with your problem, sir. But unfortunately, I'm here alone tonight. One hundred, two hundred, three hundred. Here you are. I thought you said five hundred. No, I said three hundred. No, sir. I distinctly heard you say five hundred. Are you calling me a liar? No, sir. What I'm saying is that you accidentally forgot that the first thing you said was... But what I last said was 300. And what you say last is what counts. Well, then, if you say 500 one last time, we have a deal. Are you f***ing with me, Bendel? No, sir. But I'm by myself. And looking after your kids is a pain in the ass I don't need. Are you calling my kids a pain in the <laughs> Why, no, sir. Not the kids. It's the situation that is a pain in the ass. Dude. No, you were right the first time. They're a pain in the ass. <laughs> right. You win. Tough guy. 500. You kids are getting expensive. What's your name? Ted. What's <laughs> his name? Ted. If you need anything, just dial zero and ask for Ted. And make sure they're in bed before midnight. <laughs> Wink before midnight. Then should I wake them up for the countdown to the new year? No. <laughs> wow. I guarantee, I mean, I've never... It sucks I, to say you haven't seen that movie, but I don't think you've seen that movie. No, I've never seen that movie, but it, it looks Classic! Really it's called The Four Rooms. It's a cult classic. Quentin Tarantino obviously directs that okay. movie. That was Tim Roth, Antonio Banderas, and one of the room scenes. And uh, it's basically what it's, uh, you know, four rooms. He, he, uh, Tim Roth, a, a bellhop. Uh, Bruce Willis is in this movie. Uh, Madonna. It, dude, wow. Quentin Tarantino, the, the ending scene alone, it's worth it, man. It's a New Year's Eve watch. Okay. I don't know if you have big New Year's Eve plans with the old lady I or anything. I'm not. sorry, I should not call me yeah, the old lady. And, and hey, the, young, the yeah. young lady, mm-hmm. the very attractive MILF mama. Should I call her that either? No, no? I don't know, man, okay. but if you, whatever you call her will be wrong, and also this will be the first episode <laughs> she happens to listen to. You know what I mean? Just kind of randomly. So do you and Mama Ego have any plans for New Year's <laughs> Eve this weekend? Uh, I mean, nothing big. I think our daughter's going to have a few friends over. We usually do like a prime rib. Just kind of lay low. <laughs> prime rib. I mean, no. Mama's bringing home the bacon. We're bringing <laughs> home the prime rib. Uh, how old's the daughter? Uh, 14. Yeah, see, I'm right there, too. Yep. She's going to a... Uh, a gathering at a friend's house. Okay. My son's going to a gathering. My son thinks he's going to be bouncing around all over the place uh, Saturday night. I'm like, you're crazy, dude. You're only 15. It ain't happening. Yeah. Well, my friend's got a drug license. I go, I don't care. That's the even more reason why you guys aren't yeah. driving around on a friggin' Saturday night when idiots are all over the place, you know? And then my 10-year-old will be hanging out at my house uh, with one of her friends and just letting them do whatever. Yeah, man. It's, Junk food galore. It's kind of nice to, uh, to just kind of relax on New Year's. Mm-hmm. When it was, let's see, 19 going into uh, 20, yeah. 2020, we did like a Roaring Twenties oh, cool. party, right? Yeah. A theme. So everybody was dressed like it was the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, I think I saw some pics of that. Yeah. And then a couple months later, pandemic happened. So we were like, you know what? Never again. Yeah. 
No more parties. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've done the crazy stuff. I've done the New Year's drop and uh, been downtown in certain places and, you know, you know, kiss people. I have no idea who they were there or whatever, a man, man or woman. I don't even know. Hey. I mean, we've been there, done that. So I, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm good at uh, being at home. And if I'm uh, falling asleep, you know, by 11 o'clock, that is fine with me. Yep. Um, And now that you don't have any fancy football really to care about. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. I, Are you living vicariously through me now? Is that I what mean, you're doing? I, I was happy, so <laughs> I'm becoming less happy as you're just kind of throwing barbs at me here. But I got you, I, man. I came in. The first thing I asked you was, "Are you in the championship?" Yes, and I, you I, did. I, Thank I you. felt genuine joy. Like, Thank you. nice man, good job. Yeah. And then you're like, "Oh, so you suck though at fantasy football." <laughs> What are you even doing, dude? I look, man. I I I don't believe in super. I mean, I am superstitious. I got to admit it. Okay. And I and I believe in jinxes, and I believe in all this crap, and it's just gonna kill me. Um. I I, I beat one of my nemesis in fantasy football last week. Good. It's a person that is the luckiest. You always have. I feel like that one owner. If you've been in a league long enough, and if you're just getting into a new league, hey, listen, you're going to figure out who that team is or who that owner is. They always get lucky when they play you. Yeah, They always score a crap ton of points against you, even when you're supposed to beat them by like 50. All right? Yep. He's done that to me many, many times. He's knocked me out of the playoffs the most. He's not. He's beat me in the championship game the most, and he will never let me let that down. I mean, never let me, so it's whatever. I'm like, okay, well, here it is. Here we go. Semifinals. You saw my matchups. Yeah. You know, I should have won, and I did. Thank goodness. Yeah. And the Hawkinson tight end play that I called last week in my booms and said you better pick him up. This guy's going to have a huge week. Gave you many reasons for that, and the other reason was he had Kirk Cousins going. Uh. You know, help me win. I didn't need him to win. That's how great my team ended up doing. Hawkinson was the number one fantasy tight end right. last week. Uh, right. Full PPR, he had 35.9 points. Right. 13 catches, 109 yards, two touchdowns, went all the way off. And mm-hmm. the guy you were playing had Kirk Cousins, who had a huge week also. Yep. But when your tight end is almost matching. They did. They matched. So, so Cousins <laughs> had 30.16 and Hawkinson had 29.4. Okay. All right, so I mean, I had a good week, and and I beat him one forty to one forty point seven six to one twenty two point oh six. Good. So that's a good win. Um, now I'm in the championship game this week. I have some questions because you know, again, as we talked about last week, you've really got to watch players, and if they're going to play, and if they're and one thing that I think that made me feel really good uh, coming into this week, especially with uh, you know players like Mahomes who I have that that have clinched, and who 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 I think right now, as of right now, have a buy. I think that these teams, they're not going to rest players yet. No. They don't want to rest players yet just for the fact that this is a longer season, and especially the teams that have clinched and do have buys. Tell me if you agree with the statement that was made, because, again, this was another uh, Kurt Warner statement. I love love me some Kurt Warner, man. I, you know, Kurt Warner, buddy, we, we got to hang out, man, because I, th- I feel like you are the most realistic, non- What's the word? What did we use earlier? Cookie cutter type of analyst out there. Sure. I, I mean, he really throws down. And he even said, he's like, look, he goes, do these guys, do do players as, you know, do NFL players. And 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 uh, what's his face? Uh, uh, not Terrell Owens, uh, the, the Dallas Cowboys writer. My, Irvin. Yeah, Michael Irvin. He yeah. agreed with Warner saying, do players want to rest at the end of the season to get ready for the postseason? 
Yes. I mean, players want to rest. Yeah. They, they, they want to be 100% when the playoffs begin. But what they don't want, or, or what they, or what they, I'm sorry, what he said is what they want more, though, is they, 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 they want not to be rusty. They want not to lose a good thing if it's going. You know what I'm saying? He is yeah, like, keep that momentum rolling. He's like, yeah. you, as a player, you want to play as long as possible. You want to be on the field as much as possible. But it's 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 one of those fine lines, and I feel like there are teams out there, ego, that are going to be balancing that fine line here moving forward. Buffalo, yeah. Philadelphia, Kansas City, and, and even teams that you know don't have great records, but they're locked in. Tampa Bay, the Giants, you know, teams are that are playing. You know, you, you've got to really focus on that right now. So I I think what you really what you need to look like look at more than. Because you think of, okay, the top teams are going to be resting their guys. I think what you just said about the teams who aren't that good but are in, those are the teams that really don't have anything to play for. If you look, NFC, AFC, the one seed is not locked up in either. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants the one seed. Mm -hmm. That's that's a bye, and then that's home field advantage Mm -hmm. all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? And so that means the Eagles still need to win. The Niners still need to win. The Vikings still need to win. Right, all those teams are still in contention for the one seed, and then in the AFC, dude, it's wide open. I mean, you got Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, all still vying for that number one. And a lot seed. of them are playing each other. Yeah, yeah, Bills, Bengals, Monday night. So can't wait. The the likelihood that with one week still to go after this in the regular season, that any of those teams are going to be resting guys is very slim. But it's the other teams that are already locked in that don't really have any any you know anything to lose or gain by keeping their starters out there. Those are the ones that you're going to be you're going to be kind of worried about, right? So heading into, I believe I read between Yahoo, ESPN, CBS Sportsline, and there was another fan. There was four in this article that I read. I didn't even know there was another one that ran a fantasy league. What, what, what was it? Sporting News? No. Anyway. Um, 90% of their championship weekend is this is this is yeah. this week yeah. okay so um with our booms and busts and the waiver wire targets this week i really 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 tried to give you guys all players that i feel like can help you especially with the Tua situation the Jalen Hurts situation right now man there are a lot of question markies surrounding certain players and and um you're like man who do i who do i pick up who do i start um i handcuffed the guy that i'm playing because he has Tua and I picked up three quarterbacks last week, <laughs> Purdy, Carr, and Jones, just to put them on there. You know, because That's what you have to you know, do, man. And, We've and, talked about that. Yeah, and, and and that you did an ego's extra point about that. You know, and, and you've got to do that. This week, I think I'm going to be guilty of being too cute, but we're going to get to that here in just a minute. And Eagle's going to hopefully uh, either talk me out of it or say, you know what, you're going to be fine. Okay. All right. Especially when I say the names wrong five, five times today. <laughs> so let's get to Thursday night fantasy football focus. So, you know, he brought up one of the best games that's coming up in week 17, the Bills uh, versus Bengals. Unfortunately, tomorrow night, wah, wah, wah. I think tomorrow night's game is just a garbage game. I think uh, Dallas is the only team that you want to really start anybody. <laughs> Maybe Derrick Henry, if he's playing. I mean, he practiced yesterday, so... Let me just read you what I got. This was a pretty quick one for tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> game. Yeah, we don't quick. need to spend too much time on tomorrow. Cowboys aren't completely out of the running for that NFC East title, like Ego mentioned. Uh, they're still live in that race. They need to win against the Titans tomorrow night. 
And uh, Dak Prescott obviously threw for almost 353 TDs in the must-win game against Philly on Christmas Eve. Cowboys running back Tony Pollard came through also. Had six passes, 61 yards last week against the Eagles. And also, I think Pollard would be a strong flex uh, start for you guys if you need those those, uh, PPR points, especially because the Titans allow the fourth most receptions to opposing running backs. Okay, so Pollard is a great, I think, uh, reception out of the backfield. And Zeke... You know, again, there's there's questions around Zeke. I think you start him. Um, you you, you got to look at Ceedee Lamb. That's a must start. Um, but again, with with Pollard primarily re- regulated to working in the passing game, I think Elliott. What did he have last week? Fifty five. A touchdown last week. I think if he gets a touchdown, Zeke's fine. And he usually falls into the end zone. Right. And then for the Titans, Derrick Henry, literally the only player I think that you are looking at starting. Yeah. This is it. No doubt. Um, wide receivers, I don't like anyone Willis is throwing the ball to right now. It just it, it ain't happening. Don't even do it. Um, you've really got to monitor, though, Derrick Henry's, you know, uh, it, it, it said here, let me read what I got here. Uh, he's still nursing this minor hip injury. Uh, he practiced yesterday. Limited practice yesterday. Yeah, Jim yeah. Wyatt uh, of the Titans official site said that the quote that came from Henry was, whatever the, the team wants me to do, I'm going to do. When asked about his plans, uh, chances playing tomorrow night, uh, head coach Mike Vrabel, though, hasn't indicated whether he's going to sit Henry out or not because, I mean, really, what do they have to play for? I mean, right. you know, nothing. Um, so that's all I have for Thursday Night Football. You start the obvious I think Tony Pollard might be the only one that would be somebody you might want to think putting in a flex spot. Um, and then maybe the Cowboys defense. Um, so a couple of notes on that. Tony Pollard hasn't practiced, right? He's got a thigh issue. Mm-hmm. He didn't practice yesterday. We'll see what the report is today. As of right now, he's up in the air. He may not even play. Hmm. Say so everything I read this morning, he's good to go. Yeah, no, he he has not. He's a non-participant yesterday in practice um, that... Let's see. It says Mike McCarthy said prior to Tuesday's practice that Pollard would be included in what was expected to be a light workout, but he wasn't spotted at all right. out there. So worth monitoring for sure, right? There hasn't. There's nothing that's saying that he's doubtful or that that he's likely going to give it a go. All we know is that he hasn't practiced. He's got a thigh issue. If he does not play for whatever oh, yeah. reason. I mean, I, I really like Zeke a lot mm-hmm. this week. Mm-hmm. And then as far as Derrick Henry goes, man, I am I don't know that I could be more uneasy about a superstar player right. in championship week than a dinged up Derrick Henry on a really, really bad team that has nothing to play for. Do you put in a Schultz, um, a T.Y. Hilton? You know, he had that one uh, big catch. Hilton, no. Do you put in a Gallup, you know, do you, in, in a flex spot? Um, I'm... Schultz, yeah, I mean, uh, is a, a low end starter. I mean, depending, we've talked every week about how thin tight end. Yeah, is. he's top ten. Yeah, I mean, so and, and by this time, you know, you're only talking about two teams that are playing for anything. You know, exactly. And, yeah, if you, if exactly. you need somebody, you're doing it. And uh, yeah, I mean, Gallup is, I think, worth a uh, a flex start. And full be. PPR, half PPR, either. Okay, because he's a touchdown guy. Right. So you're really you're you're rolling the dice that he's going to get in the end zone. I mean, okay. He, you're looking at maybe three, four catches. So right. PPR, you know, right. that's that's relatively insignificant. But uh, Dak loves to look for Gallup in the in the end zone. Right. So, so yeah, no fun tomorrow, guys. Uh, if you have Dallas players, then that's the only reason why you're watching that game. Yep. Let's be honest. All right, week seventeen, booms and busts. Let's get to this because I I have uh, some here that I I hope are going to help you out a lot, and I hope they help me out a lot too because. 
it's hard, man, when you get into that championship game. Love mixing in that personal. Yes, idea. and I'm just yeah. like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. And and so, um, the booms. We're going to start with regular, you know, season starters with Jalen Hurts and Tua going down, um, and those guys probably being on a lot of championship teams. I mean, they've yeah. they've had they've done good this year for for many teams. I think I've got two quarterbacks here that, that that might not just be a boom, but I think could also be on that waiver wire. Um, if Teddy Bridgewater is is available, go get him. He's set up well with all those weapons that are healthy, and it looks like he's playing. All right, I mean, yeah. it, and and we'll get to a yes or BS question about Tua here later on. Um, it's a weak enough pass defense that I think Bridgewater can put up twenty two plus points in this game. Mike White is the other one. I did two booms because Mike White also was out there. He was still out there. Thirty six percent maximum ownership. That's yeah. that's nowhere close. Well, it's closer to fifty than it is zero. But thirty six percent, dude, he's back. And even though the spot's pretty tricky on the road, uh Mike White, I think, can exploit the Seahawks for really good production inside. Um, and that's where he's been the best. And so I know the Jets are licking their chops and they need some victories right now in New York. Absolutely. If he's out there, grab him. No doubt about it. I think uh, he was probably owned quite a bit until he got hurt and they brought Zach Wilson back in and then people kind of forgot about him or people got eliminated Mm -hmm. from the playoffs. So why go pick him back up? Uh, So if he's out there, go grab him. You got Baker on that list? No, I did not have Baker on this list. I mean, you got to think about Baker. If you, I don't know if, if I would need a streaming QB. over over White Doe and Bridgewater. I'm not doing it. Okay. I'm not doing. I'm not doing Baker over that. But if you're in the championship game and and you need Baker, oh, sorry, but yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> good luck. Uh, my running back boom is I think going to be a big one, and uh, he's been used a lot more down the stretch. And the Packers are going to keep feeding this guy a ball, especially with Jones. Dealing with uh, that question marky ankle right now, I think AJ Dillon is a big boom for you this week um, at the running back spot. It looks like, and this hasn't happened very much this season with the Packers. It looks like he might be uh, the first running back to get more than sixty percent of the touches this week, if because they need to win. I mean, they've got to win out, you know. And so it looks like AJ Dillon is uh, stacked and racked, ready to go and get most of those touches in this game. Yeah, I mean he he carried the ball eleven times last week. Um, targeted three times, caught two of them. So he's going to be involved no matter what. And I think his he's one of those guys that has a pretty safe floor mm-hmm. and a really high upside. Yes, yes. My wide receiver is uh, someone that I picked last week, and he was a boom, DJ Moore versus Tampa Bay. He's been reheated. Why are you shaking your head I at just, me? Because I can't believe it. Of course, I, I'm watching him uh, have these big <laughs> games, and I'm like, oh, jeez. He's been reheated with Sam Darnold as their clear number one. Could be used, uh, be busy playing off shorter routes, end zone work. He was my boom last week. He went 5 for 7, 83 yards and a touchdown in the Packers. Week 16 went over the Lions, so I like him again this week. So here's what's funny. Mike <laughs> Evans. Uh-huh. The number 25 ranked receiver in, t- in uh, fantasy mm-hmm. with a total of 176.7. DJ Moore, the number 27 ranked mm-hmm. fantasy wide receiver. You owe me a dollar, man. 173.4. I'm still up by 3.4 You owe me a dollar, Holmes. And I mean, you've been blasting me all season. It's after this week, though, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. This is but no, it. it's a full season, we said. No. it's. I said the full season. You said you'd outscore him in fantasy. I'll, you know what? You've lost in everything else. I'll let you have this week. Be your last. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> it's, it's a fantasy season. Sure. Which Some fantasy seasons are going until next week. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, but those are stupid ones that don't okay. count. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, those Very don't good. count as fantasy. <laughs> you'd like those to count if you're still playing one of those right now. Mm-hmm. 
right, so there you go, man. DJ Moore. <laughs> He's such a late season push, man. It's like he knew. Like he knew. Like, oh, you guys are going to bet a dollar? All right. At tight end, my boom. I've got three of them, okay? Because I feel like these three um, haven't been people that you've been starting, especially like uh, I was reading uh, in one of the articles that a lot of leagues now, and it's close to 60% now, um, do not have a must-start tight end spot. Right. So I feel like tight ends get forgotten more towards the end of the season because you're always looking for those guys like that are on good teams. that are like, or Not just good teams, but just like wide receivers. Like, oh, man, i got to start a wide receiver yeah. here because he's going to get more catches, he's gonna get, especially if you're in PPR. I feel like you do not do that this week with these three tight ends, especially these three tight ends, okay? Dawson Knox, okay, we've been down, but he's scoring, and he's getting some key looks now from Josh Allen, and I think that game at Cincinnati, I think Josh Allen's really going to need Dawson Knox this week. Dalton Schultz of the Cowboys, we talked about him earlier. I think this matchup is just too good for his position to avoid tomorrow night. You might want to plug him in. And then Taysom Hill. Man, this guy, dude, I mean, is he not, like, the only thing out of the Saints that's that's exciting to watch or look at right now? Uh, it, right now, yes. It's crazy. Kamara hasn't been good. No, Olave's been garbage. hurt. Yeah. No, so, Taysom Hill. <laughs> yeah, I like those three tight ends, man, to put in a flex spot. If you've got a wide receiver tight end spot, I think you can get 10 points out of all of them. So Taysom Hill is the number eight fantasy tight end on the season, yeah. which is nuts. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then something worth noting, if this is any indication of how – the season has been for f- like fantasy tight ends. Mark Andrews, currently the number three fantasy tight end on the season. Seven out of the last nine games, he has failed to, to give you double digit fantasy points. Yep. And he's still number three on the season. That shows you how bad it is. Also, Dawson Knox is the number nine fantasy tight end. That's that's an every week starter, right? Yep. <laughs> well, he didn't give you double digits until week six. And then not again until week 11. And then these last three weeks, he's, you know, just yeah. he's been a, yeah. one of the top fantasy tight ends. And that has been enough to get him into the number nine spot fantasy tight ends like he's an every week starter. Right. It's so, so tough. And that's to why I said that the crickets surrounding the tight ends heading into late in the season, you don't want to forget those guys, you no. know, especially in those matchups. So. Those three, I think, could have a boom for you guys if you have them on your team. My busts uh, this week, uh, I've got quarterback Geno Smith. I know there's a lot of people that are starting Geno Smith uh, versus the Jets, but I think this revenge game narrative is in play, and I think he might be down some key weapons again in this matchup, and the matchup for the passing game right now I think is brutal, and the Jets, again, like I mentioned earlier, they need to win, and they're going to be hungry, and they're going to come get Geno Smith. Yeah, no Tyler Lockett has proven to be pretty detrimental to Geno Smith's fantasy value. Um, they had San Fran, which was like, okay, there's a pass. But then Kansas City is one of the worst teams against the pass in the league. And Geno just had a really lackluster fantasy game. Now this right. week against the Jets, the Jets are a legit yeah. defense. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm with you, man. No, no, Gino. If I can help it this week, running back. I, I'm gonna. This is where I need. This is where we're gonna start talking about the the Bonzi personal life struggle here. Let's get into with it. the championship game. I'm gonna either raise my trophy this week and and have a Super Bowl championship. Or I'm gonna die on my sword with this one. I feel like because I'm putting in as my bust both 
Devin Singletary and James Cook. The Bengals okay. keep playing fine run defense inside. I think Josh Allen is just going to need to throw a ton to beat the Bengals on Monday night. I just feel like Singletary and Cook are. I I, I don't I can't play either one of them, and I'm going to get to who I'm going to be starting for him later on. Hopefully, <laughs> when we get to yes or BS. But I just feel like this is a passing game, and I feel like Josh Allen to get ready for the postseason and the playoffs is going to be seeing not just proving to people, but proving to himself that his shoulder's good, his elbow's good, and he's going to sling that ball. Oh, man, that's tough. Um, I mean, because you're you're looking at two guys who legitimately have been... Ten decent. point per game. Yeah, people, yeah. right? Double yep. digits. Yep. Um, either guy. But I, I do feel like... Uh, I feel like one of them will be a good start this weekend, and one of them won't. Okay. But it's a coin flip. Like okay. I don't know. It just it's. I feel like it's going to be one of those. Wouldn't you rather just stay away from that? Yeah, thing? if you can stay away from a coin flip, absolutely. And you'd rather put in this guy here from Atlanta. I was gonna. Oh, Algier. <laughs> I said it for you first, so you could say it right. Well, I know how to say it, but I'm just saying. I I I, I don't want to say his name till later because it's a yes or BS, and it's also uh, a waiver wire target. Because I was shocked. I was shocked how 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 little he, this guy was owned, especially after you and I. I mean, we've I, I everyone should listen to our podcast. Agreed, dude. I mean, we had we were all over that bandwagon last week, man, and, and talked about him a lot. So what Ego just said, if you've got like, and here's the thing too, Fournette and White. I'm I'm victim to that one too this week, but yeah. you know I've got to go Fournette over White this week. I went with White last week over Fournette. Um, I just I got to go Fournette this week over White. So. Did you see that he tweeted out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some illness is some, some li- crazy some thing. Liz Frank. No one even knows been, what that is. Man, it's so. in the foot, which yeah, is bad for a running back. He said he can't put, he can't push off. He still put up like what thirty points it, last week. Yeah, you know? and, and he was out, on my bench. Yeah, so then he came out and deleted. The I, tweet. I'm not doing that again. I'm not having Fournette be on my bench again. There's no way. I don't blame you. Um, wide receiver bust. I called it last week. Zay Jones. Wah wah yeah. wah. This week, I think it's going to be Deontay Johnson against Baltimore. Now, Johnson owners, uh, I don't want you guys to be duped into giving him a start after you know he's he's been getting more targets in Pittsburgh. Okay, he went five for seven for sixty last week, but dude, he draws a tough matchup. He's got that cornerback, you know, Marlon Humphrey, who does like doesn't let anybody catch the ball. And I feel like Johnson's their only wide receiver in Pittsburgh, so. If you want to, hey, if he's if you if you if you want to fall into that trap, go right ahead. I just think that's a trap start for somebody. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm with you. I mean, he's he's been so just like subpar all season. He had, I think he's got one game all season in full PPR with 20 fantasy points. And for a guy who was drafted to be like a oh, mini yeah. wide receiver two, yeah. it's been such a letdown bust of a season. So, yeah, no, I mean, find a, find a better option. You're in the championship. So. We talked about some boom tight ends. I gave you three of those. Well, I'm going to give you three busts, too, the guys that you might have been starting, that you might want to think about starting somebody else, a wide receiver or a different tight end. Uh, Dolchich for the Broncos, he's battling a hamstring injury. Tough to trust, even if he was healthy, though. You know, And then Noah Fant. He's hot when he gets cold, but you know I think you're rolling the dice on a touchdown, especially when we talked about the Jets' defense just crushing down Geno Smith. And then Gerald Everett of the Chargers, man, he is not involved enough at all. Um, so how do you even how do you even try to start that guy? I mean, I'm sorry. If you're in a tight end start league, there's way other tight ends to look at. And, I mean, if you look at it, and probably worth mentioning, 
Justin Herbert has just not been Justin Herbert right. this season. There, no. the passing game is is aggravating me. Gone. Yeah, Mike Williams. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, I would I would go a different direction too, but it's uh, man, tight ends. I'm I've never been more tempted to eliminate that spot in my leagues than this you have to season. start a tight end. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just. And I've always maintained, I've always made that argument, like, no, 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 you need to start a tight end. There's actual strategy there. There needs to be... Well, you've kind of proven your argument to yourself wrong, though, because look at some of these other wide receivers that are tight ends now, and these running backs that are... I mean, that position, I think, is such a, an up-and-down position anyway. Yeah. I mean, and you just argued earlier, you know, look at, you know, Mark, these guys, these tight ends, What what? why are you forcing someone, you know, to, to start... A, someone that at that position that's not even really used anymore. Well, to me, this season's been a bit of an anomaly, right? Like, but are there any true like tight this. end people anymore? I mean, are there? Oh yeah. I mean, I don't think there are. I don't think. I think right now that the that the tight ends right now are being used so much because of the way that they're built. Like you could say, you could argue that that some of these tight ends should be wide receivers. Sure. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah and yeah. so. Yeah. I, it just depends on the team they're on. They're just really, bigger you know? receivers. Yeah, yeah. I've always maintained that what it what it does is forces owners to decide: Am I going to spend that that early pick to lock up my tight end spot to go get a Kelsey or to go get a Mark Andrews who this season doesn't count, or a George Kittle? Uh, you know what I mean? You should go back and do some research and see how many tight ends have actually been in the top. I would just go. I would say top thirty in scoring at a. Uh, Wide receiver tight end position. Well, I've got last season. I, I think just, zero. I just pulled it up. Andrews had 17.7 points per game. Kelsey, 16 and a But were they in the top 30, though? Were they in the top in 30? In the top 30? Probably not. I think no. Kelsey, Kelsey was yes. a couple of seasons Kelsey, ago. I think Andrews I think Kelsey's was been in there year. twice. But, but what you're doing is saying, how big of an advantage do I want at this position, right? I know I can get a wide receiver who's going to score more than this tight end. But you can't play pick. him though if you if you're in your league and you know you've got that wide you can't play him right. Well, you can't. You've you, got to start a tight end. You'd put him in your in your wide receiver spot because where you have to draft these guys is in the first two or three rounds. Well, hey, I, I just right. feel like if you're if you have to start a tight end, then you have to start a punter. Uh, let's get to the waiver wire targets <laughs> for week seventeen. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> totally same thing. Start a punter. Oh man. See how I brought it back to nice week back. one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, these guys again with our um, maximum ownership. The you know the, the the floor that I like to set is 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 forty percent because it, that means there's not a majority of leagues out there that own these guys. I think I've got two players that just today went either over forty or close to forty, but still that means they're available in a majority of leagues. Yeah. Okay. And I think you guys not only should pick these guys up. I think you can possibly start each one of these waiver wire targets in your championship game. Let's hear it. I did deep, deep work on this one. Okay. So if you disagree with me, please tell me because, again, a lot of personal issues go into this with me <laughs> right now. Um, I mentioned Mike White earlier. Okay. I, I, dude, he was, as of this morning, 17% owned in Yahoo. In other leagues, it was closer to 30, 40, 50. But in Yahoo, dude, it was only 17%. The Jets announced White's going to be their starting quarterback. They've given him so much faith. They've already ruled out Zach Wilson. All right. Inactive. New York needs to win the remaining two games and get some luck via the Patriots' loss in order to get into the postseason. So look for White to come out slinging 
in three games he started, White has averaged 43 attempts, including that weather-impacted matchup against Buffalo. The matchup this week against Seattle is neutral, but again, I think he's going to throw the ball a lot. He's going to throw the ball short. He's going to look to get confident. I like starting Mike White this week, man. Okay, we're talking about a fantasy championship. Yes. Though, right? So yes. If I, I'm, my head is saying Jalen Hurts, right. gone. Two attack, okay. whoever, gone. Yep. You don't start Mike. You don't okay. go pick him okay. up. Okay. And that, and that, those are the scenarios, right? If you made it this far and you've got Tua or you've got Jalen Hurts and now, you, you know, you, you, can't I'm looking play outside him. the top 10. Okay. Do you start White over yeah. Rodgers? I do, yes. Do you start White over Geno Smith? I do, yes. Uh, Okay. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to be close for me. Well, you know my thoughts. I know you hate Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> you, we need to, you know what we need to do is we need to wheel a couch in here. I mean, half of this is just you working out your personal things. But let's, Um, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay's been winning, and they believe it or not, are still alive here. They need to win against yeah. Minnesota. But when your quarterback is literally bashing your best wide receiver. It seems you to know, work, I guess. <laughs> They're I winning. So. Without I, Trevor Lawrence. I like Trevor Lawrence. Okay. I I like mean, that's... But again, I think we've been on that Trevor Lawrence. I've been on it at least you know for the last two yeah. weeks telling people, man, you got to start this kid. Yeah. I just, I know that we are catering to a much smaller um, listener base right now because it's 80% mm-hmm. of fantasy players are done right right so it's um if you've made it this far and in that rare instance okay you've got but again look at the top 10 quarterbacks right now and the two quarterbacks that are in the top 10 because of injuries and non-starters jared goff yep all right and trevor lawrence i think daniel jones is even floating around that he's top 10 10 mark right pros so you were talking earlier about rolling the dice I'm rolling the dice with Mike White over pretty much every single one of those. I'm sorry. You're going to start Mike White over Jared Goff against Chicago? Maybe not Jared Goff. Okay. <laughs> I, here's what I don't want people to do is hear what you're saying and bench a guy they should start. Right. right? So I want to say very specific. I think Jared Goff is owned. That's what I need. Yeah. he Jared Goff is owned by 82%. Yeah. Of, so if he's not there, Mike White's there, you pick him up. Trevor Lawrence wasn't owned by any, or is is maximum owned. Yeah. Daniel Jones was the only other one that was close to Mike White. Daniel Jones was sitting at a 62%. Yeah. So Mike White, 17% on Yahoo. I guarantee there are fantasy teams out there that had Jalen Hurts and Tua. They need a quarterback. You either Here's the other one I'm going to give you. Gardner Minshew. Okay. Again, he was only 27% maximum owner this morning. Go pick up Minshew. Go pick up White. There's your quarterback. Yeah, if if you need one, yeah, sure, yeah, but, absolutely. But I'm not telling you to go out and, 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 and not start Patrick Mahomes over Mike White. <laughs> All right, what about uh, what about Justin Herbert? We just talked about how he's been kind of struggling. Um, what about yeah, the Herbert's Minshew got or White the Rams? The Rams suck. I mean, I think Herbert's going to be able to throw the ball. I, I think the Rams are just a joke, man. Okay. It's just I, I think Herbert's going to be fine. I think Herbert. I, I think Mike Williams has a bounce back game. I think Keenan Allen also does. All right. I hope Eckler keeps going that direction because that's my boy. That's your guy. Yeah, you're go. riding him for sure. Okay. Um, so let's get to running backs. These are uh, two running backs that I think you can pick up. Actually, I, I picked three. Um, my boy Algier. Guys, I, I, I was shocked this morning when I saw maximum ownership was at 49%. Look, it's almost 50. I've got this guy, as of right now, starting over Singletary. Okay. 
He was listed, I think, I talked about him twice now, right, on the waiver wires. We've, yeah, we've, we've said his name a lot, yeah. a lot the past yeah. few weeks. And despite the poor matchup, okay, he once again delivered last week. He posted 18 for 74 on a stat line that was a pretty tough D. Um, he was receiving, I think he turned five targets into four receptions for 43 yards. A matchup next, this this coming up week, versus the free-falling Cardinals, I think sets up a positive game strip for him to rack up tons of touches. And I think the, the Atlanta is done with Cordero. They're not bringing him back. No. So they're going to, I think, keep rolling with Algier. They've... They found their young stud running back. He is the guy. The last two weeks, like you said, I mean, 17 carries against New Orleans, um, punched one in, uh, 139 yards that week, and then last week, 18 more more carries and then four catches. Yeah, I, I agree. I like him better than both of your Buffalo running backs. I get him in there. All right, very good. And then my other two, I got uh, Chuba Hubbard. Uh, the, Panth- the, Pan- the Panthers have been super run-heavy ever since you know Sam Donald took over. Uh, Deontay Foreman's operated as the 1A, but Hubbard is right behind him. And if you've watched those games, he is routinely ripping off these big, giant runs, man, and giving, giving these Panthers something to be excited about. Um, if the Panthers you know, win the remaining two games, guess what? They clinch the NFC South, man. What? This is ridiculous. Because DJ Moore and Sam Darnold, my pick. <laughs> I'm telling you, you I, picked I, him. You picked him because of Baker Mayfield. You're like, because my boy Baker. That was those were your exact words. Nobody ever would have predicted because Sam Darnold gets back in there. Now I like Chuba Hubbard though. He's maximum yep. own only 38. percent I like him as a flex start running back this week. I really, really do. Yeah, he seems like a good floor guy. Man, yeah, he's uh, yeah. you know the, he's he's going to be involved. He turned 12 carries into 125 yards last week. So as you mentioned, yeah, breaking off big ones. So. I like it. The okay. other running back waiver wire pickup. If you need someone, if you ha- if you need to put somebody in, and you're looking for somebody that's going to get again, uh, I think some touches is a running back behind uh, your your you know David Montgomery. I mean Khalil uh, you know Herbert you know came back, returned to action, and he, his usage went up. I couldn't believe he was like I think he had ten carries. Yeah, ten carries, fifty seven yards. Uh, Lions just gave up a whopping three hundred and sixty five rushing yards to the Panthers last week. So I really like. Uh, Montgomery and Herbert, both. Um, and he's only owned 39% maximum league, man, so go get him. Uh, Herbert last week had six carries for seven yards. Oh, he posted it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Against Detroit the first time, 10 for there 57. All right. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they were easing him back in. Um, but he still had 40% of the touches last week, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. that they handed the ball off too much. Right. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, if he's out there, you can get him if you're super desperate, but I'm I wouldn't if I had to guess double digits or not. I would guess not. I would say eight. I'm going eight points. Okay. You know, with, you know, PPR league. Fair enough. Uh, wide receivers. Here you go. Go uh, again. I think these four are four wide receivers that are available. Four wide receivers that you might want to consider putting in your lineup. I am considering this first one here, Jahan Jahan Donson. Now, for the for Washington, he's only still as of this morning. Owned by 23% maximum ownership. In his last three games, he has drawn nine, six, and nine targets. Posted stats line, stat lines of 554 and one, 4105 and one, and 676 and one. What is that telling you? Dude is catching touchdowns, all right? And those are always what you want. 
Now, it looks like the Commanders might be switching back to Carson Wentz, which, guess what? Not a bad thing for Dotson at all. In his first four games, he totaled four touchdowns playing alongside Wentz, scored a two-point conversion, facing a Brown secondary, giving up the fifth most fantasy points per game to those outside receivers. I think this is a beatable matchup for Dotson, and it actually gets him to an immediate wide receiver four start. Yeah, 100%. So what this guy has done his rookie season is remarkable. He missed five games in the middle of the season. Just missed them. And he's got seven receiving touchdowns to this point. As a on rookie, a commander's team. On the commander's. <laughs> has no quarterback. Having Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke <laughs> yeah. throwing the ball at him. Right. This guy has somehow produced right. a really, really good fantasy season. So, um, yeah, if, if he's out there. I mean, good God, reevaluate your league. Like, who <laughs> yeah. am I playing with? 23% maximum ownership. That's, that's 23%. There's something wrong This with morning that. blew me away. And maybe again this morning, it, you know, it changes because I think today the waiver wire, people get their players. Yeah, he's going to be up man. closer to 50%. After we're done here. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I like Rashid Shahid uh, from New Orleans. The Saints placed Landry on IR. You mentioned it earlier. Olave is working through an injury himself. Uh, this week's matchup against Philadelphia isn't great on paper, but the Saints should need to throw here, right? Uh, opportunities should be there for Shahid, I think, in this week. If you need, again, a flex-wide receiver, uh, I think he's a good start. Yeah, deep leagues, um, lots of flex spots. If you need somebody, I mean, it's it's a bit of a dart throw just because they're so bad. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he's somebody's got to get targeted. I like uh, Romeo Dubes. All right, I, I really do. Green Bay draws the most fantasy-friendly matchup for receivers as they take on the struggling Vikings secondary. If Rodgers does well, I think this guy will do well, too. I think he was on the field, I think, 83% of the time last week. Um, you know, it it benefits the receiver to be on the field with, with, with a quarterback like Rodgers if he just starts throwing the ball like crazy. Yep. And uh, keep an eye on Christian Watson mm-hmm. because yep. he's dealing yep. with an injury, and, and if for some reason he doesn't play, then uh, Romeo Dubes is. Yep. Thank you very much. You got it, buddy. You got it. We're Greg gonna, Dorch is your boy be too. Pronouncing his name. Different. Romeo yeah. Dubes. Greg Dorch, your guy. I mean, you've said Dorch. How many times you said Dorch's well, name er, earlier in the season? I said it quite a bit, and then I said, "Hey, don't, don't start him anymore." Right but now, it's like eh, you have to. Yeah, I mean, two percent maximum owned this morning. Rondale Moore, IR, Marquise Brown, groin, Cardinals need a receiver, and guess what? Dorch might be the only dude. And we talked about it again. I feel like that game, there's going to be a lot of points scored against Arizona, so they're going to have to throw the ball. Uh, you know, Atlanta, who's a top 10 in fantasy points per game against the slot, they still need a, a, a wide receiver. Why not go get Dorch, put him in your flex line, see what happens? He had 10 catches for 98 yards. Last week, mm-hmm. they also gave him the ball three times out of the backfield, and he ran for 25 yeah, more yards. Yeah, didn't he catch all of his ca- – or was it 11? It was 10 for 11. I yeah, mean, I mean, it was, golly. Yeah. I yep. mean, hello. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it It seems kind of scary, especially when you have, like, Hopkins out there seeing, what, what 10 targets and one catch. <laughs> it's I'm a little worried to put in any receivers uh, from Arizona. I mean, <laughs> right. it's just – but – this is what we're talking about. Hey, if you need somebody, yep. here's who's yep. out there. So that's the segment. And then uh, tight ends. Okay, I've only got one. He was 32% owned. Um, a calf injury kept one of Joe Burrow's favorite 
receivers to throw to. And you and I were big on this guy, Hayden Hurst. Uh, he's cleared, I think, for this game. And it's going to be a shootout. We, this might be the best Monday night game we've seen all season. And I, 32% maximum ownership. Go get Hayden Hurst, especially if you're in an uh, ego league and you have to start a tight end. Mm-hmm. I like this guy. Likely to return in Week 17, it mm-hmm. says. A lot, of, a lot of leagues, a lot of players have given up on him. And if you're still playing, like we said earlier, there's a lot of people who aren't who just dropped somebody right, and uh, never never went back to it. So. And the Bills, I think, I read the Bills have given up, I think it's five uh, five receiving touchdowns to different five five different tight ends, five different games. So Sounds good to me. You know, there you go. And then my, Dallas, my defense special teams uh, streamers this week, I got the uh, Chargers versus the L.A. Rams. I've got the Commanders versus Cleveland and the Giants versus Indy. Those are my three defenses that you can stream this week and hopefully win a championship. Uh, did you say Chiefs? No, Chiefs, but they're they're picked up. I mean, there was a lot. It's, that's these are, crazy, Chiefs man. are picked up in a lot. Like, they're not a really good fantasy defense. I think that's just name recognition, Kansas City. But if they're out there, this matchup against um, against Denver. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. And I also like, uh, who is it that's playing Houston? Jacksonville, maybe? Yeah, yeah, I like Jacksonville against Houston, too. Do you? Yeah. Because Houston's been putting up points every week, but losing I think, still. I think it was after we said that you know you should pick up every defense against yeah, Houston. Yeah. But Jacksonville's not been bad. I mean, no, they, they stopped. They stopped. Who they stopped last week? They stopped somebody really good last week. I'm going to say also Detroit. Yeah. Is a decent one against Chicago. Chicago's got three wins, nothing to play. Justin Fields is all the way dinged up. I mean, shoulder issues, leg issues, and they're like, uh, no, we're going to go ahead and play him. Nothing to play for. Our young franchise quarterback is hurt, uh, but we're going to go ahead and roll him out there right. and let him run around. Yeah, the Jaguars stopped the Jets last week, but that was, you know, they had Wilson at quarterback. Yeah, exactly. But, but I mean, still, I mean, they, they shut the Jets down. They're not a bad offense. Um, all right, so let's get to uh, yes or BS before we get to Ego's Extra Point and wrap up Week 17 Fantasy Football. My first yes or BS, and we can chat about this one if you want just a little bit because I think all fantasy podcasts or any football podcast that I've listened to have all talked about this for a few minutes, and I don't know what time, how much, how long we've... Yeah, we're only at 45 here. Okay. So, yes or BS, Tua plays again this year. Oh. Oh, boy. I'm... <clears throat> I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. He makes a return uh, in the postseason. But I I would not recommend it, but I think that he will. Right. It's scary stuff. Man. It's very scary stuff. And, and this week, you know, we talked about 90% of leagues being in their championship game. You're going to put Bridgewater in there uh, and hope Hill and Waddle can just, just blow it up for you. Um. I think the guy should be done this year. Yeah, I I want to I I want to say BS. And again, this was something that um, I heard from Kurt Warner and and the guys on that panel talking about. Shame on Miami, man! You know, shame on the NFL. They're not doing their job. Say what you want about Tua being a good quarterback. I don't care. Sure, I mean, whatever. Um, just this should not happen to anybody. And if this was happening to Patrick Mahomes, if this was happening to Josh Allen, I should change my statement. 
I don't think this would happen to those kinds of, of quarterbacks. Not saying Tua. I mean, he's just not in that, I think, that upper echelon of... Sure. And I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it would happen to these guys. But if you have Tua and you, and you have one of those leagues that, you know, once you're done... You you continue into the postseason and you play for your playoffs and you get yeah. to keep you get to keep your t- you're gonna have to look I I just feel like you gotta look for a different quarterback man I, I I you might be right and he does come back in the postseason yeah I don't think he should I think he should be done I mean I I agree with you I'm but you're saying yes he's not back. a medical expert but just right. just as, I mean it's the NFL man it's true concussions are a part of it as horrible as that is to you know they I don't know it. I don't know. Not a medical expert, but it's right. it's super super scary stuff. Right. And ju- but just from being a lifelong fan and watching, and also knowing, did you watch that game? Were you watching that game? I was when not, it happened. No, I did not see that. So when I was that watching happened. that game with my son, and when that when it, when it was the fourth, I qu- did see the clip later. Well, I mean, it was just it was a whole quarter though, because you're like literally, you're like, what is he doing? Like, so he stayed in after that. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh no! Oh yeah! So you're like, what what is going on? Like that. He he's he's not he doesn't I mean the balls just were floating he was getting plays wrong and you were like you were wondering how is this continu- and he would come off the field and he would just be looking like he's not even caring about what's going on it just was bad oh no and my son's like dude he just don't look right I go yeah because you know, like, when you miss Tyreek Hill on like this wide open seventeen yard slant across the middle big time miss I'm talking ten yards over his head. Oh. It's just not good, and the, and the, the play where he just didn't know where his receiver was going. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's scary watching that stuff, you know. And 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 here's the thing. They've got that rule, I think, in college football, that if your head gets hit, it's not about spotters. It's not about it. You you have to come out and yeah. get checked. I think it is in the in college football. I don't know why the NFL doesn't put that in there. You know, just come out and get checked. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the dude might not know who he is when he's forty years old. It's it's so I mean, terrifying. And right. It's this guy specifically. He kind of gets. Uh, I don't know if it's his size, but his concussions aren't coming from like like helmet to helmet hits. Him being slammed it's on the him ground, being slammed on the ground, and yeah. his head snapping back. Yeah. off the ground. Yeah. it's for some reason that's he just keeps getting concussed that way yeah yeah it's it's weird man but yeah i'm worried about him um all right so next one yes or bs let's go algier puts up double digits this week versus arizona yes oh thank you yeah i I hope if he doesn't dude i'm like i'm gonna look like the dumbest (laughs) no i i i think you're making the right start there i mean not not saying oh dude i guarantee you he outscores both of those buffalo running backs (laughs) But the way fantasy works yeah. is whoever, whichever one you would pick to play yeah, over Algier, right. he'd be the one that would be yeah, the one yeah, that gets you yeah. three fantasy yeah. points. All right, uh, the next yes or BS here is Jahan Dotson puts up more points than Mike Williams, T.J. Hawkinson, and Garrett Wilson this week. Ooh, I think I'm gonna go BS. Okay. Um, but I, I love Jahan Dotson this week. Who do you start out of those four? It's to me, it's either Garrett Wilson or TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. I think Hawkinson again, man. Mm-hmm. How do you not go with that guy against the pack? I mean, this, this, I just, I'm really excited about Garrett Wilson this week too, with Mike White coming yep, back. Yep, yep. I mean, he locks in, he yep, loves Garrett right. Wilson. So I'm, I'm really excited about him too. So 
Um, for me, it's between those two, okay. between Hawkinson and Wilson. And then our last yes or BS. I love yes or BS just answering your lineup questions. Thank you. Uh-huh. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Packers make the playoffs. <laughs> uh, BS. <laughs> See, that had nothing to do with my lineup. Yeah, nothing to do with it. <laughs> Not BS. I, it's, it's a valiant effort. You know, it's uh, commendable what they're doing here late in the season, trying to, like, put a run together. But they need other things to happen, too, to mm-hmm. be able to get it. And it's just... Even if they were to win out, I think some other some other pieces would have to fall in place that they don't have control of. Right. So, you know, and this is what they deserve, man. It right. was they started off so bad, they really don't deserve to make the playoffs. Right. All right, so that's going to do it. Let's get to Ego's extra point, and then again, let me set you up for what's going to be happening uh, to wrap up fantasy football junkies. We only got two podcasts left. I I was wondering. Yeah, how... yeah. So next week we'll obviously finish it off, wrap it up with the week eighteen. I'll give you, you know, if people are still playing, that's great. But then. After that, we're going to take a look at playoffs. And I don't know if you do a postseason fantasy league. I think you've done it with me before, haven't you? Mm-mm. Have you ever done a postseason? No. So much fun, man. Yeah. It's so much fun. And it's kind of like, you know, I hate the word. I'm not even going to use that word. I guess we'll use one and done. Um, but it's it's fun. And and so we'll give you some suggestions on how you can, can keep playing uh, your, your, your fantasy football in the postseason. All right? All right. So Ego's Extra Point. Let's go and wrap up Week 17. Okay. Uh, going to be honest. This week... I mean, it's championship week. If you've made it this far and you're still alive, um, what more advice could I possibly give you? So I'm going to I'm gonna give you one piece of advice, which is pay attention to, and this is going to be like a really rare situation, pay attention to the tiebreakers in your league. Because if it comes down to a lot of them, one of the defaults is bench points, right? So if that's the case, just check it out, but scoop up, you know, the best waiver wire players that are available in your league and just get them on your bench just to be safe. But I mean, really you've made it this far. So just remember (laughs) what we've been telling you. So don't get cute, pay attention, see if that your opponent is, uh, is targeting anybody or needs, you know, if they've got Jalen hurts or if they've got Lamar Jackson or somebody like that, you know, go scoop up quarterbacks, go block them, do whatever you can. But Use uh, use our teachings because this is the week, right? This is the week. Like I said, you made it this far. I mean, what can you tell me? That's right. what I want to know. Right. I'm not playing. So <laughs> Ego's Extra Point is up, and I guess it's good. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I mean, what advice can you give somebody who's who's made it this far, man? They've done it. I think we gave it to them. I think in right? this in this podcast, I think I, that's what I tried doing. Yeah. I tried giving as much as we could to people that have made it this far and that might yeah. need somebody to pop in there. That's so, what I'm saying. So hopefully, so we, I was, we've given I was it to really them. struggling to try to figure out like what what can I tell people playing for the championship this right. week that like you've made it this far, you've you've made the right decision. Right. So don't start sleeping on it now. Make sure it's set before Thursday. You know, just go back, check all the boxes. Well, at least I gave you a good movie to watch this weekend. You're you not did. watching football. I'm you know? still going to watch football. Oh, you are? Okay. You still what? got the fans football one-on-one, even though you're not I in it I still do that show. Yeah, I still host the show. I, uh, and we do that all the way through Super Bowl week, man. Yep. So we just we just get to talk about football okay. after the fantasy season. Great. Well, maybe you'll fun. talk about playoff postseason football and fantasy football one-on-one. Yeah. I mean, that's a big deal, man. Yeah, I've never never. DraftKings has a huge one that you can get into, okay. man. That's a lot of fun, man. So, yeah, be, be uh, listening for that. And uh, that's one that I have never won. I have never won a postseason fantasy football game. I've never participated. I would love to. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, so, we'll, guys, we'll get to that. Again, thank you. Uh, congratulations. Good luck to you on your championship game. And hopefully we made winning your fantasy a reality right here on the Fantasy Football Junkies, a Newhoff Media Podcast.